you're listening to the sound of my voice hello everybody my name is d'angelo valentine and this is the unplugged podcast and today we got a very special episode we have a very special guest coming in and she's going to give her point of view talking about today's relationships what's good about it what's bad about it let's talk about narcissism and i got brie hey guys She's coming in and she's going to drop some golden nuggets for today. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Damn, this is my uh, least favorite question. <laughs> um, I'm a model. I work in marketing as well. I've been in a narcissistic relationship, so that's where the gems come in, education-wise. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to tell you guys. I'm a sibling of older brothers. I have beautiful little children that run around, not mine, theirs. Uh, so yeah, that's me. All right. Okay. So as you know, today we're going to be talking about like relationships. Uh, we're going to talk about like how like dating has changed, why there is such a divide between men and women, because I've asked this before in my last season Mm -hmm. with somebody like a random person. I asked them the same thing and I got their point of view as a guy, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, let me bring a girl to kind of explain about it and just talk it out and see where where is there a difference where's Mm -hmm. the disconnect Mm -hmm. all that stuff like that and then possibly we could have you back on with that previous guest as well so we can actually hash it out and and make it yeah Mm -hmm. and then do all of that actually it would be even a good connection too because you do um there's like the modeling stuff Mm -hmm. and all this stuff you do do you do acting too a, a little bit of acting. Okay, he's a acting. good person to connect with because okay. he has a production house. And I also do teeth whitening for, you know, models, actors, singers, Jeez, anybody out there. You see how know, she's putting the shameless plug in? Teeth whitening. <laughs> she's putting the, the shameless plug in there. All right, so my first question is, why are today's relationships failing between men and women? I think uh, in this generation, unfortunately, we have a toss away mentality. So when things aren't working and it's broken, instead of trying to fix it, we toss it away. Um, We also have a very materialistic mentality as well. So the grass is always greener on the other side instead of just watering your own grass and taking care of your own field. Right. And I think with uh, social media outlets, uh, dating apps, all of that, it is so easy to interchange your partner. And there's so many options out there. And unfortunately, as well, a lot of people are okay being side pieces in relationships. And now they're justified. Woo, let's talk <laughs> about those side pieces. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that going on. And I think uh, even with side pieces, that's become the norm. It, honestly, they actually get praised, especially in the music industry. And now we have a generation coming below us that looks up to Kim Kardashian and, you know, oh Megan, you know, all of that. And unfortunately, they're not seeing what's going on behind the doors. You're just seeing what they're putting out there. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're seeing, you know, oh, it's OK to break up a marriage. He's for me. Why not? That's not that's oh not how it should God. go. Right. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, there's there's that. And then um, what's the other point that you mentioned? Um we're talking about side pieces, uh, disposing, and here's the thing. I, uh, oh my gosh, I have to bring it up, mm. and you've seen it recently, like what happened with Derek Jackson. Mm. <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> you see that happen with Derek Jackson, right? And I'm like this. He's the same person that was saying, like, you know, leave the guy if the guy cheats mm. on you, this and that and the third mm. and all that stuff like that. And I'm like. He's a narcissist. I'm like, I knew for a fact, every man knew 
that this man was a fraud. You know what makes me mad about it? He uses religion to justify his actions. To sit there and say, oh, it's the enemy attack. It's you attacking your relationship. And to say, oh, God and I will fight through this and all that. No. Like, if you read the Bible, there's so many verses that say, and there's one verse specifically that says, um, obviously, you know, his blood covers sin. Mm -hmm. But he specifically says, if you continue to conduct that exact sin, being fully aware of it being a sin, none of my blood can cover that sin. So, (laughs) So why are you continuing? You know what I mean? Having that conversation with people. Why do you know you're hurting someone or fully know that you're committing a sin and continuing to do it? Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Yo, I told you she's going to bring in this golden nuggets. And here you come dropping in the Bible verse. Excuse me. I didn't know what I was signing up for. I'm sorry. Not no, no, you don't, you don't need to be sorry. What do you mean you have to I'm be sorry? sorry. Not sorry. No, you don't have to be sorry. No, it's, it, and it's sad because, like, I've seen, um, like, the last episode that I, I interviewed a guest. We were talking about like the dangers of social media mm-hmm. and we're talking about how there are some people who would give re- like relationship advice or this kind of advice and they're doing like the total opposite mm-hmm. and Derek Jackson is like one of them. Mm-hmm. And it, it's so interesting because I actually know some ladies that actually dated him and they have said like, yeah, he's not. He's abusive. He's this mm-hmm. and that. I'm like, I knew it. I knew this and you man know was, was a fraud. Messed up about him putting his wife in a situation like that. And obviously, as a woman, you don't need to be wearing makeup. You don't need to. You don't have to do that. You don't have to justify yourself for anybody. Do mm-hmm. you? But he kind of did it in a way, fully knowing how society would rip her apart. Being like, oh, no wonder why you cheated. No wonder. Da- why would you put your woman in that situation? You know what I mean? And the thing that I hate about what society does to women, when you go through abuse, so many people will question, what did you do to deserve it? Not like that, but to an extent. And when you start to heal, there's a time and a place to talk about your healing. Why? Mm. But there's not a time and a place for men to talk about what they're doing behind the scenes to cause the woman to be traumatized. Have you ever noticed that? I have. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. Because I, I just, I don't know. I saw this whole situation. Mm-hmm. I knew that something was happening mm-hmm. and what was it? I was watching a live stream for some YouTuber that was talking about um, like men in relationships and stuff like that. And somebody was typing on the live stream saying like uh, this girl named Tasha K is doing a live right now with Derek Jackson's mistress. And I'm like, this has to be fake. Mm. And I'm actually watching her playing the phone call on the live stream between her and the mistress and i'm like is this really happening mm-hmm. and i'm calling up my all my boys all my brethren saying like yo hey, yo yeah I, I think jericho just jericho just fell yeah but you know what's the yeah. crazy thing is when you're like that's there's a difference between a narcissist and toxic so we're mm-hmm. like oh he's just a cheater they will justify we were on a break oh we were this mm-hmm. we were that mm-hmm. and what we are as women or men who are dealing with a narcissist you're a supply mm-hmm you know the terminology you're a supply yeah as in they hoarder us yeah so people aren't people we're just an object to them yeah and, and that's they, what all these side that that's what it was with Derek jackson right mm-hmm. like all these women coming up and you're like hold on like every time you see a picture with the white railing outside the house that was the doctor that he was cheating on her with saying that's my house he's taking that video outside my house isn't that like <laughs> what? I, I, it, what made it worse is that um he was sleeping with like the first mistress that came out mm-hmm. 
sleeping with her in the marriage bed. I was like, whoa. I was like, okay. Like, I don't condone cheating, period, whatsoever. But to even go that far, you're you're really bold. To go as far to stage it. So he had boxes to make it seem as if they were in between. She was on vacation with your kids. What? Strategic. (laughs) I don't know. Like, I, I really don't know. And then it's just like how how they you know here's the thing so the problem that i had with how he was trying to justify everything Mm -hmm. the first video he said like oh i didn't do it all he was trying to do the bill clinton Mm -hmm. thing and then uh the second video was him and his wife and then when i saw the (laughs) how the way his wife looked i was like no you did not do Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. you did not just do that did you just drag her out of bed and she's in her sweats and her it apparently was a beret, not a bonnet, but it like yeah, it the looked helmet like a, of protection or whatever she made her poem about. Yeah, yeah. So but at the end of the day, when you go through abuse, you're just exhausted. She probably was just like, forget it, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then the third video, he does a reaction. Of yes, in third part, like what third person? I'm like, okay. First things first. See, this is how I know he wasn't thinking smart. Okay. If he was a smart person. Anybody who is like, because I've done, I've worked in media, so mm-hmm. and, and and publications and stuff like that. If there's a scandal that comes up about you, mm-hmm. first things first, you either call a publicist or a lawyer, mm-hmm. just to make sure everything gets straightened out. Right. Don't say anything. Probably wait a like probably a week or two to pass mm-hmm. or even more mm-hmm. before you say anything. Right. And you have the publicist or the lawyer present, mm-hmm. pull, telling you what to do, what how to, to do, do it, how right. to do all right. this stuff like that. And he could have got away scot free. But he went into it and he just got crucified and then he promoted the book on top of that. And I was just like, whoa, That's because they think that they are unstoppable. Narciss- like, honestly, if we're really looking at it. He's thinking his throne is untouchable and mm-hmm. that people are having his back and that he's not doing anything wrong. That's a psychological issue. Yeah. And then he does have uh, there's a term called the flying monkeys. Mm-hmm. He does have like people are, that do have his back. They'll still buy the stuff and stuff like that. But. I don't think that's going to last long. Mm-mm. But I know we went on a whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson. No, that's no oops. I had to I had to put it out there because I know for a fact that this man was a fraud from day one. Mm-hmm. And I've had I've heard personal accounts from those who've dated him. Mm-hmm. And it's like it was all confirmation that was true. But I'm going to move on to the next <laughs> qu- question. Where do you think there was a disconnect between men and women? A disconnect. So mm-hmm. going back to what I had uh, uh, originally had mentioned, I do feel like we're not against each other. But in society, we make it seem like we are against each other. So all women are like this. All men are like this. And then you keep going on this cycle of assuming, well, if he, he's probably cheating. I'm going to do it too. I'm going to do this. Whatever. You act without really realizing what you're doing. Um And I think also there's a lot of broken children in grown adult bodies. And if you don't take the time to actually understand your triggers and your traumas and heal that, you'll think that any open discussion or dialogue with someone is an attack. So that's a huge disconnect. And you're going to feel like you're you're someone's attacking you for just solely speaking on their feelings with you. Does that answer your question? (laughs) (laughs) It makes it very clear. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, because especially with the part that you were talking about, like how society pulls us apart. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I've noticed that a lot because I'm like, you know, uh, and this is my personal opinion. I don't care what anybody says. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just say how the way that it is. 
there's certain things that men can do that women can't do. And there's certain things that women can do that men can't do. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, we were designed to do certain things. Mm -hmm. And when we come together, we're an unstoppable force. Right. Right. But I've noticed that the world is just saying like, oh, well, you can do it on your own and you can do it on your own and you don't need anybody else. You can raise your kids by yourself and... But that's a reflection of also being traumatized by certain type of situations. And now you're like, you know what? I'll just do it on my own. It's fine. Mm -hmm. And to go back to your comment about men being able to do one thing, women to do another. I've had conversations in the last few years where it's like, well, why can men go sleep around and women can't? Mm -hmm. And then women are justifying them acting that way. And I'm saying, why are you taking the shortest spectrum of a man, what a man is known for, mm -hmm. and, and parading it around like, well, if he can do it, why can't I? What I love about this generation now is now women are doing what men are doing with being CEOs, CEOs, being bosses, owning their own businesses. They're taking what men get praised for, even though it's kind of injustice with, you know, how they, you know, stereotypes, sexism and all of that. Mm -hmm. And they're starting their own thing now, which is cool. But a few years ago, it's like, oh, well, he's sleeping around. Oh, he's a cheater. So mm -hmm. women can do it, too. Why not? Why? Mm -hmm. Why stoop to that level? Right. True. True, true. <laughs> yeah, and then and like I said, that's that's only like a small part of because course. like not every man is that way. For sure. Right? But it's like in this day and age, having multiple partners has mm -hmm. been glorified, mm -hmm. right? And it's been glorified to a point where now people have open relationships. And there's people who say, like, well, you know, open relationships is this and it's that. It's like, you know, and there's certain boundaries. I'm like, to me, mm -hmm. how the way I see it is once you say open, that door is open. Mm -hmm. So whomever I want to be with is whomever I want to be with. Right. And that's it. Stop trying to close it off. Mm -hmm. Right. If you want it to be closing, it's just you and that person. Like, keep you need it to up. have that discussion. And here's the mm. thing. you will. You, like, everyone says communication is key. Comprehension mm. is key. You can mm. talk to a wall all day. It's not going to know what you're saying. Right? It's True. not going to understand you. So that's also something, and, and people need to not lie to themselves. If you say, hey, do you want to have an open relationship? Because you seem, you know, you flirt and you're out here. Do your thing. Like, don't have no pe like, pet penalty to it. Don't say, no, no, I got that out of my system. I want you. That's it. And then go cheat behind the person's back. Have an open dialogue. Have an open discussion. And actually be aware, like, and this is the bad thing. I feel a lot of women do this. You could tell me it's okay. I won't get mad. And then they snap. And then someone like myself who's like, no, let's actually have an open dialogue and talk. They're scared. And they don't want to actually talk. But that's a, that's another disconnect, right? It's the communication aspect of it. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, man, there's a lot that has to be worked on. Mm -hmm. I, I feel that there's a lot to be worked on. And what I've been noticing recently, especially with this pandemic, there's a lot of people that say like, oh, no, I don't want to have I want to be married. I don't want to have children. And then all of a sudden the pandemic hits mm. and then things change. Mm -hmm. Like they're like, oh, no, I want to be married. I want to have kids. I want to have this right. life or um, something tragic will happen to them. Like, say, for example, like one of their parents die or their grandparents, then all everything, right. everything changes. And I've been noticing that as of recently. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wait, weren't you the same person that said? Right. So. Right. You're just doing it because you have to do it or you actually want to do it. It's like, mm -hmm. what? And people yeah. need to learn how to heal their own traumas without depending on other people. But the mm -hmm. big factor that I think gets um, gets uh, discarded, I can love myself fully and still want someone else to love me too. And I can love myself fully and still love you fully. 
without having, I don't have to pick and choose. But in the society, they say, well, you need self-love. You need this. You need that. And it's like, so I can't love someone else and love me too? That doesn't really make sense. You know what I mean? So that's the other thing because, of course, you want someone to lean on when times get hard. But if you can't go through storms by yourself, how are you going to enjoy sunshine? Right? Or vice versa. Very true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Healing that trauma is is very important Mm -hmm. because, like, I... One of the things that I hate people say that they see this word called balance. They, Why do you oh, hate it? Because with here's the thing with balance. Balance is saying like you want to have both good and bad kind of a thing, mm-hmm. or you want somebody to balance you out. For me, I always feel like this: if I'm whole and mm-hmm. the person that I'm with is whole, there's no need to be balanced because we're in a in a position where we're always going to ascend. Mm-hmm. right so like i and and it goes back to the point where you're saying like depending on somebody to be this and mm-hmm. that for you and stuff like that well that's putting a lot of work and pressure on them right of course they love you of course they want to do things for you because they love you mm-hmm. but you don't like you can't give them that kind of responsibility that's a lot for them right right because they have to take care of themselves and they have to take care of you mm-hmm. right but it's like you got to make sure you're good right yeah there's there's times where okay you're down they'll help pick you up but what happens to them if you're down too right but there's also that it's not saying i need you to pick me up Mm. it's literally it could be hey let's just not fight today let's just have a like a decent like even stuff like that can take care of you as a person you know what i mean like you don't have to say i need you to make me happy that's not the case I just need you not to stress me out right now. You know what I mean? Like, don't, let's not fight. Let's not do that part. And that's a big thing. But that also goes back to, because the other thing people say, like, you shouldn't get into a relationship until you're fully healed. Do you believe in that? I do. I don't and feel it, like people can be fully healed. Well. Because you're always it, growing. You're always It's learning. true. And that's why when I tell people about therapy, mm-hmm. right? Therapy is not the one stop end all be right. all. And there's also different types of therapy. I've done therapy. I've done counseling. Yep. These things help you to understand what triggers you, understand your trauma, and then give you tools in Mm -hmm. order for you to operate when certain certain things come up. Right. Right. And that's what people need to understand. There's also the extent of the work that you have to do for yourself. Right. Right. And that's what people kind of don't understand. Mm -hmm. Right. And that, like, so I... And healing, too, to go back to, it's not always with relationships, right? Mm -hmm. You'll get out of a toxic relationship or a toxic work environment, whatever the case is, you might find out like a childhood trauma that you never even realized was resonating as hard as it was. You have to really like when you do therapy, when you're doing all of that, you do start to see things for for what it was way before what you thought it was, if that makes sense. Yeah. Makes yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it makes <laughs> it makes sense. And then there's also like issues between you and your parents, mm-hmm. friendships and stuff like that. And like, you know, you could have developed certain trust issues. Right. Right. Um, but it just translates itself now into romantic relationships. Right. right? And then you have or just a certain behaviors like uh, we're about to talk about more into narcissism because mm-hmm. I've noticed with people who are narcissists. The reason why they haven't developed that certain part of their brain Mm -hmm. is because of a certain trauma, right? Mm -hmm. And like from my understanding, 
there's usually a choice that a person will make. Right. It's either to go more on a more compassionate, empathic side mm-hmm. or to go towards a, being a narcissist to kind of numb out that pain right. and just blot it out. Right. Right. And from instances of people that I know that are narcissists, they always go through that. You hear something about what they went through and then you're like, oh, shoot, I'm, mm. I'm sorry that you went through that. Yeah. But then on, on the flip side, it's like they don't want to do anything about it because they don't want to really, really like relive all that right. mess. Right. And I have two points to that. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So one point is sometimes they didn't go through something. They're just raised by a narcissist. So they don't actually know better. Right. And the second part is um, you're hearing if anyone's hearing this, who's dating a narcissist. And you feel like, okay, well, there's a trauma child in there. It's not your responsibility to raise or fix that child that's in him that's damaged. You will lose yourself loving him and trying to fix him. And he, honestly, or she, won't care because they don't have it in them to care about you enough when you're going through all of that. Very good point. (laughs) But see, you're coming with this fire today, man. I'm burning now. (laughs) So my next question why do you think that there has been more cases of relationships with narcissi- well, a narcissistic partner? And this goes p- for both men and women. Kind of goes back to what we were talking about. I feel like some people aren't aware of their traumas and they're not learning, you know, their own triggers. Um, and accountability is huge. I, I know narcissists who literally are so good at suppressing who they really are and emulating who they want to be that everybody in their corner thinks that that's what they are until you have a deep, intimate relationship with them and no one's holding them accountable for their behavior. And that's men and women, right? Um, And if you're not being held accountable, and then there's a smear campaign, just to jump over when you deal with a narcissist, they do tend to, if not destroy your reputation with you being emotionally attached, you would destroy yourself because of them. So they keep winning, right? So it kind of falls back on you every single time. Um, and I think that's, and I think now because it's more um, superficial, it's more ego filled, our society, our generation, our society, they get away with it a lot more. And there's a lot more industries. This is the thing too. A lot of industries that are are possessing more narcissists are like lawyers, doctors, athletes. There are musicians and um, actresses and actors. And those are the industries that are thriving right now, right? Entrepreneurs, all of like everything. And those are the ones that trigger the most of a narcissistic personality. Boom. I don't even have to I don't have to add add to that. And it leads into my last question. It may be a bonus question depending on how you answer this. What is the solution for both men and women to have fulfilling and meaningful relationships? It ties back to everything we're talking about. You have to be aware of your traumas and your triggers and you need to heal. Um, And you'll know if you're dating someone where you're having a conversation about your emotions, it shouldn't lead into an argument or a fight. And if it continues to be that way, because let's let's be honest, people are different. They might not they're not, they're not used to being approached that way. Let's say you can only justify actions for so long before you have to sit there and really realize they could say they care about you, but they're not showing you. So be wise on that. So not only heal your traumas, but communication and comprehension is huge. All right. You already heard it here. You heard Bree. Bree just came with the fire. <laughs> you better take that. Take it. You better take that. So tell them uh, and uh, how to connect you because I know you have all these different businesses, <laughs> everything. You, you're you're a you're a Jackie or a Jill of all traits. All traits. <laughs> uh, my main Instagram is Bree.mm. So B R I Y dot M M. So mindset, mindset, money, money, mama, mama, M M. <laughs> and on there you'll see two other pages. I do teeth whitening and I have a spiritual kind of like workout uplifting page, but you can just DM me there. 
All right, perfect. So that's Brie. But what about me? What about you? What about me, D'Angelo Valentine? All right. So you've heard this podcast. If it's the first time that you're hearing it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or even Google or any podcast platform, you can follow me at UNPLG. The only vowel is the U. It spells unplugged. If you want to look like you want to know a little bit more about myself, like on the YouTube space, follow me on Instagram or before Instagram, watch me on YouTube, AFTRDRK. That's where I talk about the all black lifestyle, beard stuff, anything that has to deal with beards, fashion, all those different things. And then for Instagram, D.AFTRDRK. That's a little bit more of what happens behind the scenes here on the podcast what's going on in my personal life, more all black stuff, all that. But thank you so much for listening. This is Unplugged. My name is D'Angelo Valentine. Peace.